0: And welcome into the Paul Farrington Show. We're with you every Tuesday and Thursday leading up to the NFL season. Paul Farrington joined alongside Jack Weinberger, Robert Ziggy Ziegler at the University of Virginia, and Zach Bloomquist, the best executive producer in the game. Thanks for taking some time, hanging out with us for a little bit. If, uh, if we're a nice distraction, please leave it in the comments section. If we're a poor distraction, please leave it in the comment section. It's better to take it out on us than it is on your boss, I would say. You know, we can handle that. So um, today we have the NFC West featuring the 49ers, Seahawks, Cardinals, and Rams. Later, a little bit of Aaron Rodgers and Jets talk if there's time. And then Ziggy apparently has a very good top 10 list for us to break down following our horrendous music guessing a couple weeks ago.
1: I'm not even
2: clickbaiting. I really think this is the best one we've done.
1: Yeah, we have no Um, idea what it is. I'm excited to hear it. Ziggy also
0: went to the gym today if he's looking a little a little more swole. We know he, <laughs> well, he's, can't he's about to be he really. jacked. Yeah, Dude, he, he's not showing up. I haven't recovered so yet. Yeah. Yeah. But the, did,
1: the big return. He did leg like day. We can't say he's like Yeah, you can't really Ziggy, You want to stand up and show us your leg?
2: No, I'll never match what I was doing when I was running like 80 miles a week in high school. Damn. Those were the days.
1: Those were the days. 80
0: miles per hour, more like. Well, I thought you were going to say that. That's, that's what I thought, I thought he was, thought he was going say to say <laughs> um, So, we're back after... One episode off. We had we had one last week while I was down in Hilton Head. So so nice down there. You still drunk? Still hungover. hungover? No, no. I actually yeah. haven't been that bad for a while. It's been it's been a few months since I have uh, completely let loose and for, for good reason. But um, yeah, I went and saw Barbie and Oppenheimer actually both on the same day. What was pretty better? good? Probably I, Barbie. Right? I enjoyed Barbie more. Yeah. Would you Would you agree, Ziggy? You saw both. Yeah, I
2: mean, Oppenheimer was just
0: not that great. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot Medium. of people. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I, I thought Barbie was a lot funnier. And more oh. just, I mean, obviously a lot funnier than Oppenheimer. <laughs> I want to see Barbie. But uh, it was it was more of a movie <laughs> for my speed. You walk out of that feeling a little a little better than, uh, you know, nuclear war. Um, all right, let's start off. The NFC West, the favorite, as we always do, the San Francisco 49ers. The best news for them is that Brock, Brock Purdy was allegedly back and playing as if There's nothing really wrong. Kyle Shanahan said he has no arm troubles so far. He's been totally healthy. Um, They're having him practice two out of every three in training camp so far. Uh, Now, look, we know that Purdy is competing with Trey Lance and Sam Donald right now. That's more of a formality in my eyes while he's recovering from this injury. Uh, But just a a few stats here from Purdy's numbers last year. In the five regular season games he played, second best passer rating of any quarterback ever in his first five starts behind Kurt Warner. 49ers led the NFL in points per game at 33.6 once he came in. He was just, I mean, and he didn't lose. He was 5-0. and He didn't lose any game he started start to finish, 7-0 and before getting hurt in the NFC Championship game. So, obviously, there's still questions around him because he's still a seventh-round pick rookie last year. we The sample size is not that large. Maybe it was just lightning in a bottle. What I'm wondering from you guys is, do you think, assuming he comes back healthy... Are we going to be able to see Brock Purdy pick up where he left off last year?
1: Do you expect that? Uh, it's tough for me to say I expect it. I think that the risk of a sophomore slump is definitely there because we've seen it. Uh, so I'm going to say that I expect actually a little bit of a disappointment Ooh. and tailing off. He's just great. He's great. He, he, he played in, what, five, six games, and he was awesome. But coming in now this year, he's going to be the starter. I think there's a little bit more of a target on his back with these professional defense. Sorry, like this kid, this was cute. Let's get after him now. And I've, so we've seen it before. So I'm pumping the brakes a little bit. But on the other hand, I think the weapons he has are so dang good. The whole team and is, it, it, is it like, loaded. Yeah, and he showed that he's good enough where, like I didn't think it was mainly him. I thought it was who he has around him. But I think he's good enough where who he has around him, he'll be fine.
0: You keep it no, him at like I, second best
1: like, in the like, NFC? Like, yeah, I'm the Niners? Yeah, yeah behind Philly, yeah. Okay. I just, yeah, I know. I, I just, I'm not jumping the gun because he's, he's a, he was a rookie. He played a few games, he played awesome. But now coming into this year, a lot's expected. I think the target is on his back. It's a big red X. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Ziggy, what do you think yeah. about that? I'm not worried at all. I mean, look, here's what
2: he showed. He showed that he can play in a Kyle Shanahan offense with the best weapons in the NFL around it. Well, guess what? This year, he's running it back, just like you said, Jack. Same Kyle Shanahan offense, same weapons. Debo is coming off one a really disappointing season. He should be better. I think he's vowed Where, to be better, too. Oh, yeah, he's he's vowed. I mean, Brandon Aiyu gets better every year. Christian McCaffrey is Christian McCaffrey. George Kittle is George Kittle. You worry a little bit about the injuries, but, like, there's so much talent there that even if a couple of those guys get injured, you've got tons behind them. I think the only player they're swapping out on offense is Mike McGlinchey.
0: Yeah, Mike McGlinchey, right? the right tackle is gone,
2: and but. he was he was a good right tackle. I mean, there's a reason why he cashed in in free agency, but he's not a devastating loss. All things considered, if I you think were to Colton go, McKinney, yeah, if you were to go yeah. through
0: that entire starting offense, he's he doesn't crack the top five most irreplaceable players on that list for San Francisco. It is crazy. I mean, the, the amount of, obviously the defense, we'll get to them in a second, arguably the best one, football. But the offense too, like this 49ers team, you, you just need someone who, who can excel in quick quick decision-making, short passes. And that's what Purdy came in and did. That's why he was so good last season. I think actually Sam Darnold could even come in and play well, just the way that he played. Like Ziggy's starting to smile at that. I actually do think Sam Darnold, if they need to give Purdy time, is good enough to come in and, and execute Shanahan's offense.
1: Well that's what I was trying to say before. It was wrong to say I'm expecting a decline from Purdy. I'm just saying I'm I I don't think that it's really I think I think you can put a lot of quarterbacks into what they have right now and they'd be solid enough. Well you see you see a lot
0: of them succeed. The the thing that stood out with Purdy though was that when he came in, they just felt unbeatable for Almost every game they played. Anybody Jimmy or, Garoppolo yeah.
2: couldn't do it last year, right? They've gone through so many guys who come in and step in there and try and get it done, and none of those quarterbacks have looked good. I mean, Jimmy dude, G's going he be like... No, but like, I mean, Brock Purdy, when he came in, that offense looked completely different last year. They got significantly better. No, they- they he-, did. he
1: can take care of business. They did. They I mean, Jimmy G to go to a Super Bowl with them. No, oh, yeah, but, I'm but, talking about last year. Yeah, the, I mean, the offense okay. last Jimmy year... Jimmy G has been like
2: very good of them for the most part. But last year, once he stepped out, Purdy stepped in, yeah, significant okay. improvements.
1: Yeah, no, you're right. 33.6 points, yeah, it was... <laughs> I mean, no, I, mean, I, I think that he is, is talented and skilled and good enough where there's no reason to believe that there won't be the same success with those guys around him.
0: I, th- I believe that I saw... Story. Yeah, defensive. Real quick before defense, I believe I saw Stephen A. Smith had Purdy as the second-ranked quarterback in the NFC. Is that, I, I, did, did you guys see that by any chance? No. Like, the NFC quarterbacks, obviously, you know, Kirk Cousins. Well, he's one. 42nd-ranked player in the top 100. No big deal. Higher than Lamar, higher than Aaron Rodgers. I saw like some stats.
1: They compared Kirk and, like, Josh Allen side-by-side. Side yeah, like there, there was, that but, graphic maybe, was going around. Was it skewed or something? I don't know. But <laughs> it, it,
0: it, it, was, it depends. You know, they were talking about Josh Allen's, like, first few seasons. It, it, there was something off with that graphic. Um, but yeah, no, when you look at NFC quarterbacks, you know, we, we did our quarterback rankings. There's Kirk, there's Dak, there's obviously Jalen Hurts is number one right now, but the way Purdy played last year, it wouldn't be surprising to see him crack that top five. If he's able to come close to replicating what he did last season. And of course, Trey Lance is still in the fold, but what's going to happen with him? He's been written off. I think it's, I think he's been written off too
1: quickly, but, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, I probably put Purdy season. season four right now. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably well, go Goff is in there people are high on golf i'd probably go hurts Dak. then i'd probably go cousins and then purdy stafford i'd probably take purdy stafford, stafford now help yeah healthy, yeah i, yeah, no. so, I uh, know
0: so d- defensively right now nick bosa is currently holding out they pushed these conversations from last year forward to this season uh he'll soon be the highest paid defensive player of all time i don't anticipate any crazy holdout coming um do something you want to say about that, Ziggy? It looked like you were right at No, the I
2: mean, but Nick, Nick Bosa will play. Yeah, he'll will figure there. that there's out. no words he's, there. He's not a running back. He's one of those guys that they will get him on a deal very,
0: very soon. Yeah, but frankly, when we're looking at the 49ers defense, you lose Jimmy Ward at safety. The biggest loss is probably D'Amico Ryans, your defensive coordinator, goes to the Texans. They bring in Steve Wilkes from Carolina, who was, uh, was pretty good for the Panthers last year. Um, there's not too many worries about this defense taking steps back. And then they bring in javon hargraves from the eagles which is just an awesome move to steal one of the better players on your big rival right now from their incredible defense you bring him over uh you you gotta look head to toe for the 49ers defense is just stacked like their offense it's uh it should be another dominant season when when we look at san francisco as as a whole here right now you guys all are we all feeling second best team in the nfc does anyone think they're better than
1: philly i'd probably go second best just because i i would give the nod the slight nod to jalen hurts over brock Purdy. who do i trust i'd probably go hurts over Purdy. Mm-hmm. does it surprise me at all if san Fran goes to the super bowl no but i'd probably go philly close san Fran.
0: ziggy what about you and is there if there's anything you want to chime in on the
1: 49ers defense
2: I do think the 49ers are the second best team, but I don't think they actually did a lot to address one of their big weaknesses on defense this off season. Please. Right. Remember what, so I get that the 49ers Eagles game was bad all around, but one thing that really stood out was they got run all over. Their run defense was absolutely terrible last year against the Eagles. What have they done this year to really change that? They brought in Javon Hargrave who got a 44 run grade defense. Or run defense grade from PFF last year. The best of his last three years. Like he's not going, he'll help on pass rush a ton, but he's not going to help the run defense, right? You lose Jimmy Ward, you lose Aziz Al you lose Emmanuel Mosley. Like I get that he's not a star cornerback, but he's a playable starter. Like they're, the defense lost a lot of pieces this offseason. They didn't step in and replace a lot of these guys because they could. You know, it, what, what, here's what I'm saying. I think the defense is going to be fine next year, though. I still worry about the run defense. But when you're bringing Why? in a new scheme... Why the run
0: defense? They had the second best run defense in the NFL last year.
2: When it mattered, they couldn't get it done. I, I'm I'm willing...
0: I, look, I, I understand that you're pointing to that game as an issue. But Fred Warner was hurt. Nick Bosa got hurt. I mean, that game went as poorly... As, as possible yeah Purdy went down i mean everyone everyone got hurt in that game for 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 the 49ers i i think they'll be fine i get what you're saying like they, they did lose some pieces but i'm not too concerned i i know they brought in brown in, in, as a safety no, no look he's not jimmy ward but um i'm okay i'm fine with their run defense i i think as long as you got warner <laughs> warner there in the middle and uh and um, who's the other guy? I'm sorry, linebacker. They have a uh, Greenlaw, Drake Greenlaw. I mean, the two of them were amazing against the run.
2: Here's what I'll say then. If you're a 49ers fan at the very least, don't worry if things look bad the first few weeks, right? They're going to be transitioned to playing a lot more man. They're going to be asked to do new things. If Wilkes can do as good a job as they're hoping he can, then I think it'll be okay. But it's something to keep an eye out for. Because ultimately in the NFC, if you want to win, you have to beat the Eagles, it's tough to see things going any other way. Yeah. So I don't yeah. Know. We'll see.
0: All right. So we're all we're all pretty high in the 49ers. It just really, it, it will be, I can't wait to watch Brock Purdy play and see if he can
1: replicate that. It was, so. That, I mean, that's, that's the most exciting part to me about that. When,
0: uh, when Garoppolo went down last year, I was sitting there with the Vikings, you know, tied for second play, or in second place in the NFC. And I, I thought the 49ers were, were done. Purdy's good though. Like, you can tell yeah. he's, he's got it. it. It just sucked that, you know, you know, Lance gets hurt. Jimmy G was better. Jimmy G gets hurt. I, obviously, I don't root for injuries or anything, but Jimmy G gets hurt, and Brock Purdy's Birdie, even better. It was like, all right, at some point, like I, I keep seeing all these quarterbacks come into the 49ers. The Packers have Hall of Famers. Like, give me a, give me a break here. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks have to be considered the biggest challenger in the NFC West
1: by what, default. Yeah. by default.
0: A lot of people t- in today's NFL, they'll tell you it's a passing league. That's a very common phrase that we'll hear when describing today's game. And it's very obviously one of the most important things is getting after the quarterback, which as we'll say, Seattle doesn't do that well and will need to do better this season. But one thing that they did this offseason is they addressed wide receiver. They addressed cornerback in the draft. They get Jackson Smith and Jigba and Devin Witherspoon. I really like what they're doing on both sides of the ball there. And we'll talk about that more in just a second. But yep, you're right. That's the guy. It all comes down to Geno Smith in this season. He got the three-year $75 million uh, contract. They're paying him. He's got weapons. It's all, like the offensive line's getting a little better. It's just when you watch Geno Smith, are you confident against the, the 49ers, the Eagles, uh, the Cowboys? How, what's your confidence level when he faces those defenses? Do you think he'll be able to get it done? I'm not there yet. I think Geno had a great year, and I, I actually think Seattle will be a playoff team again and, and could threaten for the NFC West. But when it comes down to those big games, I, I just don't trust him enough. to. Are either of you guys high enough on Seattle where you think they can crack into that
1: top three in the NFC? Gino's my guy. Uh, I love him, as we know. Oh, I, I know last year you were all over him. <laughs> I think that he's a good quarterback. I think Seattle's a decent team. I think that they should be able to beat most teams that you know they should beat and most teams who are in that kind of higher to middle tier with them. But it's, it's similar when you talk about like Seahawks versus Niners. It's similar to me when you talk about Giants versus Eagles. I don't really see a whole lot of what's going to change. The Niners are a much better football team than Seattle. I think Seattle's defense is too strong for Geno. Or sorry, the Niners defense is too much for Geno Smith. They're just all around better. So Seattle will not, I don't think we'll even sniff them. And that's an automatic wild card. Do I th- so that rules out a top three team in the NFC regardless, right there? Because mm-hmm. you have Philly, you have San Francisco, you have the division winner of the NFC North. So I think I'd probably take Minnesota, Detroit over Seattle too. Thank you.
0: Oh, yeah, well, I, I think Seattle slots in with that Vikings Lions type of team. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. Can they get a wild card? Yeah, they'll go on the road, six seven seed again, and lose to it, and too. probably yeah. like, like, like probably get blown out by. That's my ceiling for them. Geno Smith is good. I think Seattle's okay but they're not up there with those top dogs, and I don't think they can be.
0: And and I think they made the right move giving Gino the contract. He, like, he played well enough to warrant it.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. It's just, for it's sure just, I, you know, I, you're I talking about
0: really good teams that they have to go up against. Right now, he's their Super best
1: War. option, but can I see them going on the road to San Fran or Philly, which they'll have to do? No, I see them getting blown out.
0: How about you, Ziggy? What, what, what do you think?
1: Gino can, and maybe not crack into the top three in the NFC,
0: but become like, kind of like we said with the Jaguars. Can they get into that... Uh, like big four, maybe competitive world with those teams.
2: I don't think there's a single player in the NFL where there's a big, there's certainly no quarterback in the NFL where there's a bigger gap between how the media talks about them and how they're seen inside the NFL. Right. And like ESPN rankings, you're seeing Geno Smith as a borderline top 10 quarterback. Mike Sandoz tier list came out today. He interviews 50 executives, scouts, coaches, everyone across the league coordinators on both sides of the ball. Geno Smith ranked 20th. And the Seahawks clearly don't think he's much better than the 20th best quarterback overall, given the contract they offered him. Now, look, he's got a lot of weapons, you know, and most importantly, I mean, Austin Blythe is gone. So there will be parades <laughs> held in Seahawks, in Seahawk <laughs> country, just over that. I mean, he was maybe the worst center in the league last year, right? You, you got a fifth round rookie who comes in, and Geno Smith is talking about how much better he was than the last guy.
1: Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's
2: tough to be. But look, I think what they did this offseason was they decided to run it back by giving Geno Smith some talent on defense, picking him up in elite wide receiver in the draft. I think it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, is is this team winning a Super Bowl next year? I mean, probably not. But if you can go out and compete, you know, maybe you get hot, maybe you get lucky, maybe you see Geno Smith that looked like first-half Geno rather than second-half Geno, it could be a good year for them. Like, I think it makes a lot of sense given how bad the NFC is for them to go in. Because if you just need to win one game or two games on the road, yeah. it's unlikely, it's, but you never know what will happen.
1: Any given Sunday. I think it will be a decent for Seattle. They're the, the going up against San Francisco, obviously, which is tough. But they're going to score points. San Francisco, they're going to score points. Seattle, if Genoa Smith is okay, they have the recipe to score points too. They were top 10 is, offense
0: last year, right? Yeah, <laughs> we,
1: we, which is what, which, what you need to beat out San Francisco. The problem is with them, I just think uh, – in terms of a well-rounded football team, they don't sniff San Fran.
0: Well, and, and when you watch them play San Francisco last year in the night game in Seattle and then the playoff game in San Fran, they hung around for a little bit, but it was very clear that the 49ers were a lot better than them. Like You're just waiting for the mistake, and yeah. eventually they, they happen. Um, that's one thing gino has got to get better at this off-season, this offseason, is you know limiting those turnover-worthy plays. Ziggy, you mentioned him struggling a little more in the second half of the season. He he struggled, he definitely struggled a little bit more, but a lot of it was just he got he came back to to the mean really with like he was throwing I think he had thirteen turnover worthy plays the first ten games of the season and only four of them were intercepted. Second half of the year or the final seven games, he had sixteen of those turnover worthy passes and seven of them were picked off. So it was just a little more realistic. Like he he takes these these risks, but from like, when it came to deep ball passing, like Geno Smith was the best deep ball passer in the NFL last year. He was an unbelievable leap for a breakout performance for a guy who so many people have written off, but yeah, what we'll, we'll see. Ultimately we'll, we'll see if uh, he can take another step forward because that's what it'll take for them to beat those top teams.
1: I mean, me look, look, look what we saw. Sorry, you guys, I, I was going
2: to say, if you're a, if you're a Seahawks fan looking for optimism in December, right? When absolutely everything was clicking for the 49ers, they lost by one score. It is possible for this team to play well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you saw what Gino did last year, too, and I'll keep this quick. Uh, He won a high-scoring game against Detroit, a team that we're comparing Seattle to. He played a one-score game in the playoffs in San Francisco. He murdered both the Jets, not murdered the Giants, he murdered the Jets, who, I mean, at the time, late in the season, that was a big game, took care of them handily beat the Giants, <laughs> who everyone started to... Those are great when they beat the Jets and Giants. Yeah, also <laughs> Giants are being talked about like they're the best team in the world. Seattle beats Stanley. Gino looked good to end the year. He really did. They got hot. Maybe. Yeah. They got hot. Detroit got hot. Um,
0: and now we'll see We'll see how they do this season. Real quick on their defense, uh, they're trying to build another legion of boom back there with Witherspoon, Tariq wallen Great rookie season. A little overshadowed by Sauce Gardner having arguably the best rookie season ever for a defensive player. Uh, obviously that. You know, took a little bit of the spotlight away from him. If Jamal Adams is able to return to form with Quandre Diggs, they bring in Julian Love. I mean, it's a really talented secondary. Obviously, Bobby Wagner coming back. He was the highest graded PFF linebacker last season. It's a good corp they have there. It all comes down really to me to that D-line where there's just no one who can really get after the quarterback. So if someone breaks out... This defense will be a lot better than people are projecting.
2: I mean, they did add Draymond Jones from Denver, who got what
0: seven sacks last year. Yeah, they they so had they, had some so they,
2: they definitely made an addition.
0: But they need yeah, they'll need someone to really break out and, and become that you know star pass rusher for them. Someone who could get pressure on the quarterback. Um, I mean, the run defense isn't that great either on the, when it comes to the D line. So we'll see. It's uh, there there's definitely some pieces that need to improve along that. But overall, like yeah, this team. When, when you look at, like, the Vikings, Seahawks so, have better defense than them. One <laughs> defensive right
2: rookie, down. I think, is being slept on a lot. Derek Hall out of Auburn for the Seahawks. He was an incredibly good pass rusher in the SEC last year. In the SEC, you have to go against good tackles. Yeah. So he could definitely make... You know he doesn't need to have a double-digit sack season, but if he can just give them five or six,
0: just fine. Just it can, can make a, a big difference. Guys. Yeah, have a couple guys step up.
1: I had a twenty-five-minute conversation oh, last year with Derek Hall's mother. Are you serious? Before the uh, the what? Auburn game, yep. It was the it was called the Tiger Walk. It was like the Auburn Walk of Champions, where they all get off the buses, walk into the stadium before the game starts. It was Auburn versus Penn State, and. I was mean re- Auburn versus the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And I was right next to Derek Hall's mom. And I was talking to her for a while. And then we see Derek Hall get off his bus. He's walking right towards us. I give him a high five. He hugs his mom. And she's like, go get him, son. How are you feeling? You doing all right? He's like, yeah, I was, I was, I'm <laughs> ready. I'm born ready. And uh, that was it. And then, and then they proceeded and to and get murdered. And then Penn State won by 50 points. But uh, <laughs> no, I was talking to his mom for a long time. So so what, what do you think? Is he
0: is he ready to take the step Step up in the I NFL. mean, he
1: was good. I mean, he had some vicious <laughs> yeah. hits, but the rest
0: of the team was terrible. All right, so Seattle, again, so far, I, I think we're all pretty much in line with what to expect for the 49ers, Seahawks. Now we uh, flip the page in the NFC West, so to say, <laughs> as we head to the Rams and the Cardinals. We'll start with the Rams. You know, they sold the farm, and it paid off. You, you can't say that they didn't do exactly what they wanted to do. They have a Super Bowl, like, as a Viking fan. I would love to win one Super Bowl, and that's it. Then I could float away. It's like yeah. Luke, and you know, at the end of the uh, fifth, what is it, the seventh, eighth Star Wars, just floats away like that. That would be me at the Vikings win. But now, for those Rams fans who are are still pulling for the for L.A., it's it's some tough sledding right now. You have aging stars. I mean, a really young, inexperienced team. It's uh, and really no money either. So, you look at the Rams situation. You could say. Like, we can easily sit here and say, look, it's the worst defense in football outside of Aaron Donald. There's really not much at all. I mean, it is bad. And then offensively, you have Stafford and Cooper Cup, but the O-line's not very good. I mean, the other weapons on the team, you know, question marks there. Instead of just roasting the Rams for the next eight minutes, we can take a look at some of the positives here. And, And one place you could actually start heading into next season. Is they have all of their draft like, or they have all of their high round draft picks? They haven't had a first round selection since 2016 with Jared. Jared Goff. Goff. Crazy to think. Like, I I think about the Rams and we all know wow. that they've been trading these picks. They get Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, but it's been by by next year, eight years since they had a first round pick joining their team from the draft. Which uh, obviously it's not a. This isn't like the most exciting thing in the world, but it's it's good for them. It means Um, if
2: you're bad, you have something to look forward to. Last year, you were bad and just saw that pick for Detroit ratcheting (laughs) up.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, it was was tough for them. So another thing, they have 14 rookies this year. They had 14 guys drafted despite not having the first round pick. So, I mean, there's a lot of young talent on this team that needs to develop this season. It's just going to be watching those guys grow. Uh, I mean, that trio of Stafford, Cup and Donald is arguably... As good of star power trio as you could find in the NFL, personally, I can't see a scenario where that's enough to even go on a playoff run. It's, it's just, it's just, there's just not enough in those three guys. Um, but you know, I'm looking at them and I'm saying, okay, let's see some guys develop. Stetson Bennett, maybe he can he can get some reps at some point in the season. He's playing well in training camp. Like, there's got to be some. Like, what what's, what are your guys' reasons for optimism
1: for the Rams? I mean, there's some rep- obviously repercussions to going all out and trying to win a Super Bowl. Which, I mean, they won the Super I Bowl. Mean, then they went all out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and they did. And they haven't had a first-round pick for seven years, eight years. But the reason for isn't for me is, I'd, I, I mean, there's not much, but I'd probably say the fact that you have hopefully a healthy, pretty good quarterback, which is the most important position on the field, mm-hmm. throwing one of the best receivers in the league. Yeah, probably top the, five receiver. These guys just won a Super Bowl two years ago. But I, I probably also say. I mean, I, I guess the future, the next couple of years. I mean, I wouldn't say this upcoming year, but if these picks can pan out, God, you're struggling then, to find. Yeah, really. it. Uh, maybe, maybe well, two, three seasons. I, I don't. There's not much, Ziggy. When you look at this, Ram, this Rams roster right
0: now, do you see what's wrong, Zach?
1: No, I'm just, I'm just remembering Ziggy. He was a Rams fan before he took him away. Ziggy was a Rams fan before oh, you took Ziggy, him away. I mean, he's from Cali. Well, stopped. Well, yeah,
0: hold on, let's be, so let's be fair to Ziggy. He jumped over to the. Vi- All right, first off, I, there's a few reasons. No one is jumping ship to the Vikings. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can't you can't call anyone a front runner he for from jumping them. to the. Vi- yeah, you leave the Vikings. You jumped ship. Him from them. Second, he did it before the Super Bowl, so he wasn't. It's was not like they won the Super Bowl. He saw. The writing on the wall. is was like, "Oh, I got to get the hell out of here." <laughs> he 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 did not enjoy the Super Bowl victory, and instead joined. I mean, the God, Minnesota Vikings. like one of the most probably miserable franchises. I mean, the twenty twenty one the twenty twenty one Vikings last season twenty twenty two was great. One of my most it, it, memorable seasons as a Vikings fan. Twenty twenty one, I quit. I was done. I mean, I, I've never been so depressed as a Viking fan when watching them lose these close games. So, so Ziggy, to his credit, in the middle of that torturous season, joined the most cursed franchise in the history z- of sports. So you got to call him a real fan. No, he's a real z- fan. You can't say he's a fake Ziggy's as real as it gets because he <laughs> left a Super Bowl winning team, but right before they won the Super Bowl, to join the Vikings. What was I thinking? So, so when you look <laughs> back on your former team and where they stand right now, I'll ask you two things. One, do you think there's a world in which they could compete for a wild card spot? Because Jack and I have spent the past... Six minutes saying absolutely not, and two. If you if you agree with us, where are you gonna like? What are you rooting for as a former Rams fan?
2: Last off season, everyone had the NFC West figured out. Rams were at the top, Forty Nine ers second, Cardinals third, Seahawks distant fourth. Then you look at how it actually played out. Forty Nine ers were a lot better than everyone expected. The Seahawks got a wild card spot the Rams and Cardinals were putrid. So look, what that goes to show is anything can happen. And the fact is, really, there's only one team that anyone should be very confident is good in the NFC West. And frankly, they're only one quarterback injury away from a guy who got injured last season from having to rely on Sam Darnold or Trey Lance. Yeah. The Rams, even if you include Purdy, the Rams might have the best quarterback. They've got the best wide receiver. Oh, I
0: think they do. Yeah, they think they do. went them. healthy, yeah. Yeah,
2: like Matthew Stafford That's and Cooper closed. Cup, they, at last offseason they would have been everyone's number one quarterback wide receiver connection. No question about it. Yep. Here's like, it is possible with a Sean McVay offense that they can do enough to keep this team afloat for the defensive rookies to figure it out. Rookies not necessarily meaning guys in their first year, but guys who have never played serious real-deal starter snaps. Now the Rams lost almost every starter on defense. <laughs> they lost their yeah, six snap leaders. They lost nine of their top 12. But it's highly likely at least one of these guys is going to be good. I mean, I've been waiting for Bobby Brown to break out for years. I really like Russ Yeast. Like there, there are some good players on this who defense.
0: That is. I don't know who Russ He was their
2: 7th round safety pick this uh in 2022.
0: Again, they, they have 14 guys. They have Outside of Aaron Donald on the D-line, they have five new drafted
1: guys coming in. So, like, I
0: mean, there are people that... There's at, enough bodies where there's potential for guys to, to step
1: up. It's the future. This year, they're going to have... It'll be, it'll be four and 13. I, uh, <laughs> but the optimism is, is the next couple of years. And you hope these guys can pan out. That's I still the can't answer. get over the Ziggy thing. What? He, him moving to the Vikings, he lost out on an opportunity. No, oh, he's an idiot. But he <laughs> might never see. He might like he could have might die. He, he might. will. He yeah. could have died knowing his team won a Super Bowl, which none of it, not a lot of people can. Do you know? But what, he decided you know that he will die like? not winning a Super Bowl. Do you know what it was like seeing my team win a Super Bowl? Oh it's, no, I don't. It, I yeah. was
0: you know you know we don't. You, you could know, die a
1: happy man. You know I was ecstatic for like a week and a half. And then I saw it happen again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, shut up. Get you out of me? here. Get I mean, out of here. I remember um, I, I I saw us go back to one after that, but then I was heartbreaking. When Ziggy, lost,
0: uh, one of our, our good friend Aiden, um, is a huge Eagles fan. And the year that they beat the Vikings in the NFC Championship game, you know, I was rooting feverishly against Philadelphia in the Super Bowl. It, uh, you know, anything could have happened. As the long as, won? Yeah, when they won. any uh, as, as long as Philly lost, I was okay. So of course they won, but after that I see Aiden and I wasn't with him the night they won. I just saw pictures of I mean probably the happiest looking man I've ever seen in my life, and I asked him. I was like Aiden, what what did it feel like when you won? And he just said Paul, it's like everything was perfect. He was like everything felt complete and pure. I think he said pure joy, like the rawest form of pure joy. And obviously that sounds. Really, really bad, given given the other tragedies in the world. But when he meant in, it in the world of sports, when you when you commit to a team like like a lot of people do, I
1: cannot imagine that feeling. Do you want me to give you my honest uh, feeling on how I was when the Super Bowl? Oh, you're spoiled. You probably didn't care. You won five five before the when we beat who was it? Seattle. When I was like eight. It was like, it was fantastic. I didn't sleep. I didn't fall asleep till like three in the morning. Woke up. Went to school. And didn't care anymore, and it was the same deal to beat Arizona. I mean, I like a day later, I'm like, "Oh, that was that sick."
0: I think part I, but, of part of the not winning one, like the Dolphins haven't won in 50 years. Vikings have never won. I mean that that bonds okay, like, fan base, but like,
1: there's no difference. Like, I haven't seen us win. No, I know, that. but yeah, like, there's, okay. There's
0: like, like bonding for the fan base. Oh, okay. okay like, one in the freaking 70s. So, so but, difference but for me. Let,
1: let, let's put this out though, Jack. If the Steelers won this year, right, you would go on a seven day bender.
0: I mean, now now that you're old enough. Now you that you're
1: would, old enough, you would go on a seven day bender. Honestly, of, of imagine like, what
0: the Pirates won the World Series. That's yeah. different. That's and that's what that's what I mean. We're like that, We don't win.
1: Yeah, we have like, Steelers like, win. Like, We it's haven't like seen Yankee's a win. Winning. You've seen but, a win, but like even so, it's like like I'm taking a seven day bender. I'm taking seven days <laughs> off of work, and Dude, I am. The Vikings won the Super Bowl. There be a, you. You say that. You say that. No, and then it's, it's, it's Jeff <laughs> I've never seen a Super Bowl win. It's sick in the moment. You wake up and it's like
0: Zach. You haven't seen like. You've like a divisional.
1: You haven't seen a playoff. You haven't seen a playoff. <laughs> Whoa, I've seen the playoffs. Easy there. <laughs> easy there. We just haven't made it past you, the first round. As somebody who's won a Super Bowl, yeah, but the difference you haven't is- won a Super Bowl. I won too. You won any? Oh, you fine. watched your team win the Super Bowl. Wait, wait, no, 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 Jack, Jack, you Jack has up. season tickets, so he's paying the players. So yeah, he is you, part of the team. I'm part of the team. I get the Christmas card, Ziggy. Every yeah, year, yeah, yeah. he gets the call too. I get the, call, the rookie, the draft, draft pick call. calls. Yeah, Zach knows. I get the draft picks call in my home. I get season tickets. How we have strayed from the Rams? <laughs> I get the Christmas card. But well, when you're that bad, you need you need better content than the Rams. Well, you will wake up the next day. Yeah, Vic, that was awesome, but that's like your that's eight-year-old it. self. Yeah, like, you imagine know, I, you were I, yeah, twenty-four. I, can't, I, I every can't. the same thing. Or twenty-one. No, I think I care less. He doesn't understand. I think you'd go on a seven-day let's, bender. Let's finish. Let's Rams finish fans the, I'll say that. I don't think I will. Yeah, let's
0: finish the Rams. Well, no, we don't like to finish the Rams. What are we doing? Yes, what we are. What are we doing?
1: The Rams are hot trash. <laughs> that's what. <Move
2: on>. <laughs> I'm not. The Rams last year. None of their stars were particularly healthy. Even Aaron Donald struggled with health.
0: He didn't finish. If you
2: have, if you have three stars. You can compete. The Rams can compete this year. Can, can they compete even? for a Super Bowl? Probably what? not. Can they?
1: I'm sorry. We did you just say the Rams can compete this year? For I think the Rams spot? can
2: absolutely compete for a playoff spot. No.
1: All right. I mean, I, okay, I, you, Here's what I
0: here's what
1: I'll say real quick about the defense. The NFC stinks. Yeah, I was about no, to say it's, the, it's, the, the NFC stinks. The the I'm, I'm going to retract my statement. They could make a playoff. Yeah, but out,
0: outside of Aaron Donald, there's just I mean, the, the there's the, the one linebacker. Ernest Jones, is, he's, he's the only guy there with, with Wagner gone. The other linebackers on the Rams, none of them were drafted.
1: Period. Like, drafted. Yeah, but and if you go through all of the NFC, like, even the Rams, is now Now that I think about it, like, all the, un, like, the drafted, like, I think Darian Kendrick deep. was the second, I
0: think he's the 125th, was he the, the second worst cornerback in the NFL <laughs> last season, according to, like, you know, the PFF numbers and all that. He's, like, the number one on the team. And sure, he, like he might be able to step up. You, you never know which guys are going to develop in different ways. It's just there's so much youth on this defense. I can't see it happening. I now look with Stafford and Cup. If if they just dominate, yeah, may, may, maybe I would just be
1: stunned. Well, look, you have are we giving this have, team more time. Jesus, you're going to have San Francisco. We'll, we'll wrap with Jack here. <laughs> you're going to have Philly, San Francisco, probably the Lions. Sure, uh, the Saints most likely NFC South winner. Then you got Dallas as a wild card. Uh, you have the probably the Vikings as a wild card. Maybe is it totally the Seahawks? We said like I know, but is it like is it is it totally out of the rafters to maybe think the Rams can get the seven seed over a team like Seattle or the Giants?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I guess they they could. Yeah. I I just still they I don't still think I don't, they, I don't think
1: they will, but that, but maybe they have the secret weapon, Sean McVay.
0: I, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy you brought him up because I was going to say, we, we, we have to mention McVay is, you know, a top 10 coach in the league. It's, you never know with guys like that. They they find ways to win. Um, just not last year. <laughs> All right. The uh, the Cardinals, our last team here. The 10th, the,
1: the <laughs> out of yeah. No, no,
0: no. We, we got to give no, them the Cardinals. No, the Cardinals are
1: interesting enough because they're so bad.
0: Oh, no, that, no. Like they,
1: they add some interest because you don't know. Maybe they get a good draft pick next year. There's a lot of ways
0: this Cardinal season can go. Um and it's crazy. They're the one team we always talk about. Just how much the NFL can change within a season or two seasons. Two years ago, this team was ten and two, and on their on their way to the one seed. The year the Rams won the Super Bowl, uh, they, they, they the Cardinals were seven and zero that year, and everyone thought that they were the favorite to go to the Super Bowl in the NFC or, or one of. Um, and then it just kind of curtails from there. After Kyler got a little banged up, he gets the big contract last year. They're four and thirteen. He tears his ACL in Week fourteen, and now. Cliff Kingsbury's fired. Steve Keim steps down because of health reasons, sort of a mutual parting. And you have Jonathan Gannon, who everyone was making fun of him when he first joined on, when they brought him in, because there was the video of him talking to to Kyler and Buda Baker and and looking real goofy. Apparently in Arizona, they've said big culture shock there. Zayven Collins said, you can't be 30 seconds late to a meeting right now with this guy. DJ Humphreys said, complete change. Not a gradual transition, a different focus for this team. I, I, I like what everything you're hearing out of Arizona is good right now. Um, what I do want to ask you guys is that obviously we know this team is one, uh, one that lacks talent a lot in the NFL at the moment. But when you look about what Cardinals fans could be excited for, again, we don't want to just sit here and rip them apart. I mean, we sort of did with the Rams last segment as we moved on. but Not me. Yeah, yeah not you, and you, you're right. Uh, instead of ripping Arizona apart here, f- for Cardinals fans – what exactly do you want them to root for next season? Because Kyler, I think you want Kyler to come back. And now here, here's where you could get really interesting into into the hypotheticals. But when Kyler comes back, well, assuming he does, like, do you want him to light it up and look really good? Do you want the team to just to suck and hope that Caleb Williams or Drake May falls into your lap? Because if there's one year to completely suck, this would be the year. What would you? What, what's your rooting interest as a Cardinal?
1: Fan? You're not going to bank on a crappy pack total quarterback to be number on one overall pick. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous! You say you giving this me the again. eyes. We're not doing that's this ridiculous. Again. I'm not. I'm not doing it right now. But that's just ridiculous. The lone hope in the Arizona Cardinals is the fact that the worst coach in the NFL is gone. I mean, he was horrible. This guy was six and nine with Patrick Mah- Patrick Mahomes. Uh, what, what, five and ten with Patrick Mahomes. Whoever, you, you know, college twelve. Uh, he was Tech. four and eight with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so gradually got worse. <laughs> Yeah, for his four and a half. I know he did
0: like Kingsbury, and, and obviously Kingsbury and Kyler had their differences uh,
1: throughout, throughout the I, whole time together. I just, this team, the talent is really not there. But I'm curious to see if they can be somewhat okay without Cliff Kingsbury as their head coach, because I think he was really bad. Ziggy,
0: how about you?
2: The thing I think about this team, honestly, what they should be most excited about is they've got two swings in the number one overall pick next year. Yeah. Because you look at the teams that have the lowest projected NFL win totals, it's the Cardinals, the Buccaneers, and the Texans. They've got two of those three first-round picks. Now, it still only gives them like a 20 25% chance, even looking at it optimistically, but there's a lot for them to play for or not play for. It's like, look, Kyler Murray has certainly undergone a huge reputation shift over the last couple of years. But the fact is, is he's not a bad quarterback, right? There are a lot of things he does well. I mean, it seems, you know, nobody really knows, but it doesn't seem like he's a great leader. But it's not like Cliff Kingsbury was stepping in and helping, right? And especially once, like, Larry Fitzgerald and A.J. Green were gone, that wasn't getting better either. Mm Mm-hmm. Towers going to be hopefully healthy at some point next year. I mean, he could start the season, but hopefully he'll be healthy at least halfway through. He'll get a chance to step in. You know, they've got It's not the best weapons in the NFC, but it's not terrible.
0: No, they uh, I think Rondale, like Marquise Moore,
2: Brown, Rondale Brown. Moore, Greg Dorch. Like they've got players Zach Ertz, Trey McBride,
0: James, James like, Conner still solid at running. Like there, there are guys there. I mean, this it's not like this team just completely sucks offensively. I mean, you guys namely like- Two good players. Yeah, but there's reasons to be excited right. for Brown and Rondell Moore. And then I think I think you're right about Kyler. A lot of people people have talked about his poor attitude or uh, not studying for game. Not studying was a big thing when it was in the contract before before they took it out. But there are a lot of NFL teams that would want Kyler Murray. There are a lot of fan bases where if you said, "Hey, you can swap your quarterback for Kyler, a healthy Kyler Murray," will you take it? And they'll say yes.
1: Well, yeah, it's not. It's obviously not a. The reason that they're being looked so shallow is not Kyler Murray's talent. In fact, he's hurt for nine weeks. Yeah, no, yeah, no.
0: That's, like, they're, they're, that's they're gonna, the main reason. They're going to be zero nine. I mean, the defense like, is also
1: really bad. But
0: I, I look at them right now, and I'm thinking, okay, going into next year, we have two first round picks. I I think the trade worked really well that they did with the Texans. I mean, in, in, hind, in I bet in hindsight, the Texans could regret that, depending on you know the, the way they finish this year. Like, like, I don't, you know, top five pick next year will be very valuable. So you got two first round picks. You have a second round pick, two thirds fine for the draft. And then if Kyler comes back, I think you're just hoping that he, he balls out. He paid the guy 230.5 million dollars. Um, and look, if the Texans pick turns into a, a one or two, you can go and either get the guy, get the rookie and trade Kyler away. Um, or you trade that pick for a boatload and continue to build around Kyler, You're who's only Kyler. 26 years old. You're open Kyler balls out,
1: for sure. So
0: there, there's reason to be excited still as a Cardinal fan. And Ziggy, you brought up a good point. Whether, they're real, whether they are really, really bad all year, or Kyler comes back and you start to see a little bit of the old Kyler, the guy who got that $230 million extension, that's where you can find the different rooting interests as you go forward as a Cardinal fan.
2: But it's tough to see a bad outcome. Like if you're a Cardinals fan, for this season to be a waste, right? Because it seems highly likely you've either got a high pick or Kyler Murray lights it up and carries this team to some wins.
0: Yeah, because you you can't imagine that they'll be that good without. It. Like unless, unless I mean, the worst case scenario is it's Colt McCoy's there right now, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Cole McCoy, yeah. If Cole McCoy balls out, they're in trouble. But Cole <laughs> McCoy's not balling out.
0: Even well, if Cole, and Cole McCoy, Cole McCoy out, does ball out. Yeah, th- then, then, then you just then get you the have, Texans
2: first round. Well, play. and then you have Kyler
0: coming in. And you then you want, have Kyler coming into a team that maybe has a chance. Like,
1: you want Kyler Murray to come back and light the league up. And you
0: always want your player to yeah, play well.
1: Yeah. Because like you're especially you your $230 million quarterback. You don't want to have to rely on taking a kid from college and having him be a bust yeah but well i, I mean kyler, people people kyler, would want kyler murray was fantastic if, at
0: oklahoma if they have the first pick even if kyler plays very well
1: i think they'll take Caleb williams that'd be stupid if they did right. really stupid what is Ziggy? what do
0: you think if they have the first pick and kyler balls out when he comes back
1: kyler if you can, if you can get, get a decent kyler. return
0: for a kyler
2: will you Ky, excuse me kyler murray yeah if you can get a decent return for a K- Which
0: one? Decent return. Okay.
2: (laughs) I don't know why I'm getting confused (laughs) between Caleb Williams and Kyler Murray here. If you can get a decent return for Kyler Murray, yeah, I'd probably move on, try and reset your quarterback window. This team's not going to be very good, and his cap hits keep going up. Mm -hmm. Like, look, if he plays well, like really well, it's the best situation for Caleb Williams. Like, there are no, there's no such thing as a can't miss prospect. Give him a sixty percent chance, seventy percent chance of becoming an All Pro quarterback. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Kyler Murray has shown he can be that. So I don't know. I don't think it's so clear cut. But again, if you're a Cardinals fan, it's insane to root for your star quarterback to not be excellent. Yeah, now, I can't, can't imagine there are very
1: many that are. If he comes back and he's fantastic, that's now the second time that we've seen Kyler Murray have a stretch where he's looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Why go and draft a quarterback number yeah. one? I you mean, want Kyler are... Williams
2: because he'll be a fantastic quarterback.
1: When you when you talk about teams, you in don't know the NFL, we are. don't know that.
2: No, what I mean is that's why you want him. If you see Kyler Murray being a fantastic quarterback, right, you've right. got it
0: already. Yeah, 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 yeah yes. It's uh, we, it's it's fun to think about with the Cardinals. There, you know, you talk about teams who you don't want to be a fan for right now, and I don't think the Cardinals are as low as uh, as as you might expect the general public to say. Like there are, there are definitely reasons to be excited moving forward as a Cardinal fan. This season will suck; you're probably gonna be really bad, but like they have the pieces in place. I think that they're moving in the right direction as far as the rebuild goes. Goes because, yeah. I mean, it's it, it was it was a quick hitting rebuild.
1: Do you to go from do you count this as a rebuild? I feel like they should just blow everything up. Well, again. no,
0: no, I think yeah, I, I think they're blowing it up. I think it's blown up.
1: I, well, no, you gotta get rid of Kyler to blow everything. up. Yeah. I, I mean, go. they they but, might
2: as well wait and see if he can play better, or add some more value.
1: But Like, like look, what, what you should
2: want, if to be a fan of a team, the best thing you can have is a good front office. That's more important than any player except Patrick Mahomes. The worst thing you can have is a bad front office. And the Cardinals front office, did. they took a sober look at the team. They said, all right, we want Paris Johnson Jr., well, let's get him while adding the Texans' first-round pick. The first-round pick of one of the worst teams in the league. Just was yeah,
0: great trade for it them. was a
2: great move, and mm-hmm. they still got their guy. So yeah, I have no. I think that for the first time in a while, you might see some competent front office management that's not just going to keep bringing in washed-up stars. Right, that's been the Cardinals' mo for years. Why not give them a chance?
0: Yeah, and uh, I'll do this in a minute, real quick, just to to go through their defense because we've done that for all the other teams um, on the D line. The Cardinals lost J.J. Watt, Zach Allen, and Marcus Golden. All of them gone for for various reasons. Um, There's only one defensive lineman right now on that roster who played over 350 snaps last year, um, and he graded 125th out of 127 players at his position. So, uh, yeah, that's what's his name? name? That's uh, Lucky Lucky (laughs) Fotu. Yeah, I'm sorry I, like I, I, I do my look we do our research but there's only so much time we have like if I pronounce his name wrong I apologize we know most things but not all at uh, at linebacker right now you have Zaven Collins and Isaiah Simmons Isaiah Simmons at this point uh, you know I don't even know what if he, you could consider him a linebacker but um, those guys had first round like first round superstar potential on them haven't lived up to it we'll see whether or not um they can continue to potentially break out this year. Kaiser White comes over from the Eagles, at least to pr- to provide a little um, veteran sh- leadership to that unit. We'll, we'll
2: see. We'll see how the Zaven Collins edge rusher experiment works. Could but, be good. Uh, could, yeah, could be a bright spot. Look, there. It, it can't be all that much worse than him at Mike.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, in the secondary, obviously, Buda Baker was the big question mark. He is coming back. Um, outside of him, though, you know, this team had the highest success rate against them in twenty twenty two. Not really many ways that they improved. So, like we said, the Cardinals offense, yeah, there's some fun things to watch for this year. Defensively, it's uh,
1: pretty bleak. That's huh. one of the big reasons that they're projected to lose so many games. They'll be... a. The Cardinals games every Sunday will be that four twenty five Sunday ticket slot. The game that's never shown when San Francisco's just it, murdering them. Yeah, because it'll be like thirty eight nothing in the third quarter. It's just you don't see it. Then it comes back. It's like oh, I forgot about this game. And it's forty five. Well,
0: that'll be the fantasy game. That'll be the game when you're when you need Brandon Ayuk to score eleven like points, thirty seven points. Has oh, oh well, Ayuk. Well, yeah, I mean if he's playing me,
1: I got a question. When would you shut down Kyler? So let's say obviously he's playing great, right? But you will say, oh, comes back. He comes back. He plays great, right? Okay. Let's say you're zero and seven at the time. Wait, wait, wait. Well, yeah. uh, the, the, when, so when,
0: co- when are you saying? Like, what, when do what's we a think Kyler will so, come back? Right? Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll, let's give him a reasonable time. Week, week, week nine. Week like maybe comes back week nine or ten. Week nine, week ten. So they are zero and eight by week nine. So zero and eight by week nine, right? I mean, that's and the, then Kyler goes yeah, and I mean, plays, plays well, but they're still. Let's say they win three games. Do you do you shut him down before the season ends and just try and trade him?
2: If he's playing well, you don't shut him down. Yeah, I think I, I, think
1: I keep playing him. You keep playing him, let him. play, Feel even that. though is that, if you're three and you're not gonna blow up the like league. Like if he and, if I'll he has play.
0: a if he has an injury and it's week fifteen, if he's injured week fourteen or something like that, like yeah, maybe you shut him down. But if he's healthy, I think you just be rolling out he's there and healthy, play.
1: Healthy, feeling good, I'd, I'd let him play. You let him play, let him play. If, even yeah. at the risk of him getting hurt and maybe wanting to trade him. No, he's the quarterback. Right. I let him play.
0: I think you oh I guess I guess if you're trying to tank for that number one pick, then maybe I'd i say you probably
1: keep letting him play. Maybe maybe shut him down last I, week. I but. think it's a honestly, I think if, if let's say the Cardinals are O and E, right? I think it's a really promising thing for Cardinals fans if they were to go and finish the season seven and nine. And he looks amazing.
0: Oh, yeah. Like I, <laughs> I, like I mean, with I, that, I, yes. Like,
1: I would let him just keep playing, 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 playing. If he's feeling it, if he's healthy, and if he's looking good. Uh, yeah, even with Kyla, they'll probably win, you know, a couple games
0: here and there. But still, like we said, just read that defense like, right if there. If he was going to go there. 7 and 1, I'm thrilled. So I'd let him keep going. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, it's it's unfathomable almost. Right, what, if we, uh, wait, what if
1: we went 1 and 7, but it was all the defense fault? With Kyler, with Kyler, so one and then, then, then you have Caleb Williams coming in. Next but year. Then he had a one pick, yeah. Then <laughs> but Kyler played good. That's what I'm saying. And so you get Marvin Harrison card. Jr. This, yeah, this do. is the Cardinals have so many high
0: It can get like this. I think more than any team in the league next year. The most extreme team with. in football, oh, maybe, arguably. Um, let's do this as we normally do for the divisions. We'll wrap up with a non quarterback player to watch. Um, I'll go first. I'm going to make it two for this. I, I really want to see. The Seahawks cornerbacks, like I was saying, I think they can get really good the whole secondary in Seattle. But Tariq Woolen and Devin Witherspoon, we know that Seattle's D-line, as we said, has struggled um, and that they were linked to Jalen Carter for a lot of last offseason. Would he fall to them? He did, and they still went with Witherspoon. I mean, that's those are two guys you, that Seattle fans will be comparing for a while. I uh, want to see if that defense can step up, particularly those two guys on the outside, and if they can, I mean, geez, if you could shut down uh, and receivers in the league, you're in good shape. So I, I want to see, will Woolen replicate it? Is Witherspoon going to live up to the hype of the fifth pick? Um, either of you guys go ahead and jump in if you have. You go ahead, Ziggy. For me, I think
2: it's got to be Devo Samuel. I mean, he's when he's, when he's playing well, Besides Christian McCaffrey, he's maybe the most explosive running player with the ball in his hand in the league. He breaks tackles like nobody's business. He's fast. He can catch the ball anywhere in the field. He's just coming off a terrible year, right? He had like barely over 600 yards receiving last year. He couldn't really find a role in that offense, especially once Christian McCaffrey came in. But I think this offseason is going to be different. He's talked a big game. He's shown that he can play at an elite level. He wants respect back. So I think Debo Samuel in the 49ers this year is going to be one of the most interesting offensive players in football. Easy pick for me.
1: I'm actually pumped to see. This is going to be unbelievable and shocking to you. The uh, Arizona Cardinals wide receivers. Rondell Moore and Hollywood Brown. I'll let him pick two. I'll let him pick two. Yeah, I think that's that's fine. Specifically when Kyler Murray gets back. <laughs> but I, I, I think Rondell Moore. Like I think the potential of Rondell Moore is oh, through the roof. You know Ziggy's the biggest oh. Rondell Moore fan in the world. Like I, I've, I've seen a million times. I don't know, believe in Rondell Moore at it's Purdue. Watch the Purdue highlight. Reel. No, when he was playing Purdue, I'm like, this guy's on Oh, good thing that's so college, like, and this is the Zach's NFL. like watch the Cardinal highlight. <laughs> re- well, Zach's also saying Josh Allen's is rookie year so he stinks. Yeah, that's fair. But very fair. No, he still stinks to me. Rondell Moore is explosive. Have, Have you had him on fantasy there. team? I've not. Because oh, then you'd realize he does absolutely nothing. What has <laughs> well, he played? He's played for two, three years Two now? years? Two years. Two years. I think if the potential's there. I think he's talented. We'll see.
0: Hey, who, you know, the Cardinals, man, I, I'm excited to see it. I, they're going <laughs> to probably suck, but I, I'm excited to see they're where this suck. ship goes. I, it's I, By next offseason, there'll be a lot of questions about what the hell they're going to do out in Arizona.
1: Now, when we rank this, these quarterbacks, we can't rank Kyler in there. Wait,
0: what for the division? Yeah. I mean, we, we've kicked that segment out, but if you'd like to do it real quick, I, we I, could, we could just, bring it back.
1: We could bring it back, but I don't think Kyler should be on that segment. Jeez. He's going to
0: miss half the season. If you're ranking NFC West quarterbacks and we're assuming right now that everyone is healthy except for Kyler, I'd, I'd probably put Stafford at one. Gosh, Purdy versus Geno. I. I'd probably, Purdy played better against big time competition. I, yeah, I would probably put Purdy at two, Gino at three, and then McCoy yeah, at
1: four. I do the same ranking. Yeah,
0: yeah. And it's uh, you know, but who knows with Stafford? I mean, the guys had a lot of injuries, concussions, uh, spinal contusions, elbow. It's like,
1: I mean, Purdy could be he one. He could
0: be. But also be three. Oh, he also and he also tours UCL six months ago. So yeah.
1: there's yeah. The, now, if we had Kyler, where would Kyler be? Healthy Kyler, healthy Kyler. I would.
0: I mean this this might sound i I would probably put him up at two. See, I think I'd still take a healthy Stafford over Kyler Murray. Yeah, I think I, I think I'd have a healthy Stafford, but I I'd probably put Kyler at two. Even though even though he had a bad year. Yeah, I'd probably put Kyler at um, two also. I mean the dude when he and when he's on, he's number one. We you know what he's getting hurt because he's a midget like Bryce Young. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, there we go. There we go. Um, Ziggy, what do you th- are you cool with those rankings? I'm gonna get that out. Yeah. The Bryce Young. Hand. All right, let's uh wrap up the, the NFC West with the preseason division MVP. This is a a different one because I don't think it'll actually be a quarterback. Um, I mean, obviously, it'll be Brock Purdy. The 49ers are awesome. But I'm going to go with Nick Bosa because he is, I mean, the dude, 18 and a half sacks last year, defensive player of the year, total monster. Um, I was actually almost considering Fred Warner, too. Uh, But that San Francisco defense, he's the leader. So I'm
1: going to go Nick Bosa, actually. I'm going to go Debo Samuel, his teammate, other side of
0: the ball. Debo Samuel. As the,
1: I think he's one of the best weapons in all of football.
2: There's just there's so much competition on that McCaffrey, 49ers I think, I think McCaffrey
1: is more likely than Debo
2: Samuel. Oh, wow. Okay. Ziggy? This might be tipping my hand a little bit. I think Cooper Cup. I think he's going to be probably maybe the best player in the division. But importantly, I think he'll be the only thing keeping the Rams afloat next year. So you're, mean, on go, you're going with
1: the most valuable player, like me with Saquon Barkley.
2: Real. I mean, how stunned would you be if if Stafford and Cup stay healthy, if Cooper Cup puts up sixteen hundred or more yards.
0: Oh, I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, not stunned at all. It's Van so Jefferson, Ben Skoranek, Kyron Williams, yeah. Cam Akers. <laughs> when you're talking about he's a wide
2: guy. receiver putting up those kinds of numbers, I mean Justin Jefferson for NFC North MVP doesn't sound crazy. Why does Cooper no. Cup for NFC West MVP sound crazy?
0: No, nope. that's that, that that that's that's where going the most valuable point.
2: Big target D. competition. DK yeah. is the third best wide receiver on that team. He's not
1: the third best wide receiver on that team. He's got one route. <laughs> <laughs> he really does have one route. Like I, just, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's, I, he's amazing at that. Today. I have DK in fantasy like I think like three years now. I mean, he's like <laughs> he's underwhelming. <laughs> let's I, he's, he's, he's great.
0: Let's let's there do his, uh, division predictions now. I'd like to sit here and, and put Seattle um, at the top. I don't know what he's about to say, but the Rams here I have I have San Francisco one that team is just too good to not the same there. ranking as you then Seattle at two and I think they'll be a playoff team the Rams at three I don't think they're very good I see them winning like like six games or so um, I mean ceiling maybe get up to seven or so um, and then the Cardinals you have to put them you know unless if as uh, <laughs> Zach said unless Kyler comes back and lights up seven and one Uh, i I can't imagine that going well so we have the same rankings i have the same ranking
2: ranking. and unless kyler comes back healthy in the first three weeks actually even if Kyler comes back healthy (laughs) in the first three weeks yeah that's that's my preseason ranking i mean just odds wise i think that's it's it's crazy to think anything
0: else oh and like you said the nfc west is so easy to predict yeah it's like last year (laughs) (laughs) well
1: anyway we're all predicting it
0: all right um do we want to do Aaron Rodgers right now or do we want to nah. save him? Yeah, okay, let's let's, let's, let's move on from Rodgers. Let's do the top 10 list. Yeah, we'll do the top 10 nobody list. Nobody cares then we'll
1: about Rodgers. Nobody cares. Actually,
0: I'm surprised that Rodgers, as far as videos that we've put out, our Jets content really is never...
2: People are sick of hearing about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets in
0: every
1: little comment. That's because the Jets suck. Well, now he's on the well, team. Look, nobody they, Nobody cares. He's on the team.
2: Look, I mean, like Aaron Rodgers, I'm sure he's a fine guy, but he just talks a lot. And the media now that he's in New York talks about him nonstop, you get tired of it. It's not like he's saying anything interesting. Oh, I I am mad that Sean Payton said mean things about my head coach and my favorite offensive coordinator in the league. Yeah, of course you're mad. Okay, (laughs) that was
0: done by Sean Payton. No, Sean,
2: Sean Payton's just trying to get guys in Denver fired up.
0: I, I think he fired up the Jets. I cannot wiggle the Jets. Oh, no, times. he fired up the Jets.
1: Look, you, you, I don't yeah, want to piss we'll off see. Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, week five. I, I'm excited for that game now. All right. I mean, um, we've seen a
1: pissed off Rodgers. Did you see him last year? Piss off Aaron Rodgers. Back-to-back garbage. MVP. Garbage. All right. it's, I don't know. He was not back-to-back MVP when he was pissed off. Of course, he he was. was. It was. What was he pissed off about? Jordan Love. He was pissed off for like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jordan Love. Yeah, that really, really stuck into him. It it pissed him off enough that he was drafting a quarterback quarterback in the first round. Of course, he's angry.
0: We'll we'll leave. This is another one of those. We're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. We have to cut that out. No, we don't have to cut that out. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, here's the top 10.
1: What's this list? Let's hear it.
2: So, ESPN put together a scientific ranking of the 10 hardest sports. Do you want to hear the categories that they so measured the sports on and how hard they are? Yes. So they gave a numerical ranking, each sport, 1 to 10, on the following categories. Endurance, strength, power, speed, I lack it. agility, I lack it, lack it, lack it. flexibility, lack it, nerve, I can't it. nerve. Right, like your ability to withstand fear, so like... Anything that durability, is
0: applicable
1: to sports.
2: hand-eye coordination, and analytical aptitude.
1: Okay. Okay. So the soccer's got to be one. The list is not right if baseball is not one.
2: Really? I think soccer would be one. Baseball because, is not one, but it's in the top ten. It's number nine
1: because hitting a pitch is the hardest thing to do in the world.
0: Um, uh, you got. But play. here's the
2: thing, right? There's so, so hit, they give hitting a pitch like in hand-eye coordination. That's a ten, but that's only one category.
1: Just still doesn't matter. Like all these baseball players, besides a pitcher, have to hit it. It's impossible to hit a pitch. Well, it comes in at well, nine.
0: nine. So uh, that's I mean, nine. That's soccer, soccer's got to be on there.
1: You think soccer for what endurance? Endurance.
0: endurance
2: you're, you're running speed, like a thousand miles. Feed. Yeah, soccer, soccer, soccer is number ten.
0: All right, baseballs. I think, baseballs. I think you have. Good. I think you have to have hockey on there.
1: Yeah. Hockey, hockey has ho- to. be. Yeah. On. Hockey probably gets goaltending. You. I mean, I, Everything with hockey. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess skating. Yeah, hockey,
2: ice hockey or field hockey. Ice oh. hockey. Ice hockey is number two. Yeah.
0: Uh, football has to be on it. Yeah.
1: You getting getting destroyed getting every play. Crushed football? Yeah, football.
0: Football is number three. Tennis has to be oh, on there, basketball.
2: right?
1: Golf. Golf. No, that doesn't. Mean- I don't think uh, golf. Golf. I would. I would actually put basketball first. I think. You see, but football. golf is more Bass. of a basketball? skill thing. There's I mean, no think, about, think about the running. <laughs> I, like. Golf's hard. No, but that's, but something. that's one category. That's skill, right or whatever. I mean, golf is hard sport. No, yeah, but it's, it's not. There's no endurance. Golf. No. I'll take the heat. Golf.
2: Golf is number fifty-two. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck were you saying? It's exactly what they said. Golf is extremely one. high. I think golf is second hardest sport behind baseball. No, but check, you're not. Like, golf requires very little endurance very little strength very little agility. These are stupid categories. mean
1: basketball. There's a category on the list. On there.
2: Basketball. There. Basketball is number four.
1: Basketball is easy. Give it at the if highest you're a level. Star, if you're a star, they don't play defense. Just I mean, tennis has to be on there, right? <laughs> tennis? Um, I mean, that's hand-eye coordination. That's endurance. endurance power, I mean, their serve power. is like
2: 1,000 miles an hour, Yeah, too. tennis? Yeah, tennis. Tennis is number seven.
0: So what do we got? Now? We're missing one.
2: So you've got ice hockey at two football at three.
0: Number one.
2: Tennis at seven baseball, softball at nine and soccer at ten.
0: And ba- basketball four. Would like and basketball running four. count. So so we need one, five, six and eight here. What about like run like running?
2: There are categories just, of running on here. There's dist- distance running. There's track and field sprinting. There's track and field yeah, that's, that's different like kinds.
1: Endurance. Just, just like endurance. There's, there's no strength involved. Distance running guess, is rugby. Rugby could be a good one. Maybe rugby or rugby. Rugby. I don't think uh, rugby's that difficult. No, rugby's difficult. I mean, you're, rugby's it's not an, top that's top. endurance. That's power. Yeah, that's endurance. That's power. That's uh, skill. There's I'd go distance running over rugby. No, no, no. What are we? Absolutely. What are have we you going guys, here, guys? Have you guys, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It is hard. All right. Yeah. Jack. Have Jack. you run? This it's not harder than Jack. rugby, Jack. Let's go through what he's listed. What does distance running have? Endurance. Why don't you go out and run ten miles? Strength. Is there strength involved in that one? Yeah. More than rugby. They're. Rugby. yeah, I'll take the rugby. Got to be strong.
2: Rugby is number thirteen. So that's strike two. I'd go.
1: I'd go distance running. Look, okay,
0: I, 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 I can't see. Yeah, no, I can't see distance there.
1: running either. All, right, all I'll,
2: right, I'll give you guys this one. Distance running is number forty-two. Yeah,
1: what the fuck <laughs> what are you thinking, is, Jack? It's running. It's running. It's, it a, got, go, it's a category. I mean, there's ten categories. Nine. There's ten. There's ten categories. Distance running has one category. <laughs> you go out and run more than four <laughs> miles, Zach. But so there's Jack, you get category. to think about the way this, the way this list is constructed. You can't run more than five hundred feet. Oh, yeah. you're right, I can't <laughs> run 500 Vs. Yeah, so but that's endurance. That's, yeah, that's not it's, strength, that's not power. It's that, hard. Is it's that is endurance. That is one fucking All right, category. now hold on, before we
2: devolve here, you guys have one strike left before we and deal. more
1: sports. <laughs> You're an idiot. I don't know how. Oh, you, yeah.
0: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know see, wait, 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 me. real quick. See,
1: yeah. name off the name off the categories again, please. Oh, yeah. please, please name off please the categories again. But he also okay. said hardest sport. I
0: don't even know if I know four more sports. All right. Is same? Endurance. same. Endurance, same. Strength,
2: endurance, strength, power, power, speed, speed, agility, agility, flexibility, yes. flexibility. nerve, durability. Oh, Hand-eye coordination, that, analytical
1: I've from like four categories. Or this is running in there. Wait, wait. What's after <laughs> flexibility? I'm writing them down now.
2: After <laughs> flexibility, you have nerve, like the ability to, to overcome mile. fear. Gymnastics, or one, mile. Be one. Durability. Gym, gymnastics. Gymnastics. Oh,
1: gymnastics. Yes, that's number one. Gymnastics is number eight. Okay. What's number one. Gymnastics. By the way, running's harder than all. Oh, of these. Could, could swimming? Could swimming be in there? You got power. If endurance. running is not swimming's not. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Swimming requires power. Running is harder than every Wait, single one of these. Say again, no, what's, swimming,
0: up, what's after flexibility? What's after flexibility? Nerve. Nerve, okay. Durability.
2: Yep. Hand-eye coordination. Okay. And analytical aptitude. So like a basketball point guard and a fast break, Joe Montana reading a defense, that sort of thing.
0: Okay. There's no way it could be swimming. What, just what are some, no, what are some not, other running. sports? Not what are some other sports? There's... There's swimming. There's running. I'll give you one that's on water here polo? that's uh,
2: not up there. Uh, archery. Archery is number fifty-five.
0: Archery. <laughs> what
1: about water polo? Hmm.
0: Endurance, durability. I forgot about water power. Polo. Power, power agility, strength,
1: agility, and I, and I. What are we? What are we at right now? What are we missing?
0: We're missing one, five, and six. I, I mean, we're missing one. Is there any like crazy?
1: I'm thinking water polo's got to be up there. Could skiing or something like that? What about a question? Ski- oh, What's the golf? No, let's go What's, water polo. Water polo.
2: Water polo is at 11, so I'm oh, going to give you a mole oh, again on that. Oh, I'm going to give you a mole again. That's
1: Swimming what, is not on there. What about a quest, equestrian? Like no. Course, no, horse, yeah, horse not work. No. <laughs> I, I don't know if they count that as like... No, no, there's no way that's on there. No. A equestrian is just
2: above <laughs> fishing at 59.
0: Um, yeah. I think uh, there's got to be some summer Olympic thing or that we're forgetting here. Um, yeah, you oh, guys are going
2: to feel really silly. Is it like uh, luge?
1: No. Like skeleton?
0: God, no, no, no. Um, I mean, skeleton would be pretty. What are some other big time
1: sports that we're forgetting here? Volleyball?
2: These Some of these are sports that you guys have watched before.
1: Volleyball. Like big time. Volleyball's hard. Table tennis? Ping pong? No. Big time? Wait, he says big time. Football, NASCAR is not on there, right? They're not, they're no, not you're, talking like NASCAR. Distance no, sport. A, you're no, a sport. these are. I
2: believe these are all sports that have been Olympic at some point.
0: Okay. It's, it's swimming. I I think swimming is in there. Look, I'm good with swimming.
1: If that's swimming there, is, is not are, that. Are we running. guessing no, swimming? No, no but actually, no, no. We can't, can't guess. We said water polo. Water polo is definitely yeah. more than swimming. Yeah, you're right. It can't. Distance running is harder, harder than swimming.
2: This is good reasoning. I'm, I'm impressed by your guys' reasoning. Yeah.
1: Um Skate is
0: skating, maybe, or, or skiing one of those like figure
1: skating. Mm. Not one, I,
0: mean, I think skiing could actually be in there.
1: Skiing, skiing, skiing hard. I'm trying to think of some other big time, uh, like, I mean, skiing could be one, like it, skiing can, down a mountain.
0: Can, can we, can you think we, this is sort of cheating, but should we ask, like, is, is there, is there is some form of running, or can we just eliminate all running?
2: There is, in endu- there is no endurance sports left.
1: Okay, okay. So power. We're like we're like sprinting. It's like arm wrestling. One of them.
0: No, no, no. no. Track let's, and field. All right, for the sake for the sake of this this episode, not going on forever. Let's let's try and think of one right put, here. Travelin, javelin, and f- track and field.
1: I think track and field in general. I think we go with um, skiing. I'm skiing. All right, skiing. All right, mm-hmm. Skiing
2: is also at number eleven. What the?
0: F- <laughs> all right. what's Like give, a, give us give us give us. Let's Family Feud. This six five one. What's what six? Six martial oh, arts. No, oh. that's oh, bullshit. Right. Like, oh bullshit. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, this- oh, oh, no, I got this. I got this. Boxing, boxing. Oh, boxing. Boxing is number one. Okay, okay. so so boxing is one. Martial arts is. it you talking like UFC? Yeah, it's probably like mixed martial arts. <laughs> like
1: you, I can't, dude, you're a jujitsu guy. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. put that. I wouldn't put that yeah, as yeah, like it's not hor- going out and running hard. twenty miles is harder than going haya. <laughs> I'm i about
2: you getting the how about you getting the octagon yeah, John Jones then we'll I see did what you got I I don't want to get in with those I was guys. a blue belt in a month right, what's 5 what's 5 5 <laughs> is wrestling Oh so it's all wrestling.
1: yeah it was all like
2: you were missing combat sports yeah, I'll be honest with you it. you would get
1: so fucked up in in wrestling it wouldn't be funny
0: Jack is stunned.
1: That's just stunning. What? What? Running? As somebody who's... who's you, you understand that uh, like eight minutes ago, you Do were you saying know, baseball is the hardest thing in the world and you expect like running? I, I think baseball's one. Distance running's two. Distance running is two. Yeah, but you're you're you know basing what, it off of like single... He said hard... You know how hard it's out to run distances? Yeah, but, but you're basically... Nobody uh, can do it.
0: it. People run the marathon. No, no. Everyone no. runs marathons. Do you know how hard,
1: hard it is to be a the, competitive boxer? And you got to train for years to run a marathon. You know how hard it is? How <sighs> so hard it is to wrestle and Most doxing. pro boxers should oh, run a marathon. you on the ground and freaking girl Tyson. and... and, yeah. and uh, come yeah, oh on. And get karate, martial arts go... Uh, yeah, yeah. Here, Jack, yeah, Jack. I mean, it's, most, it's, most pro boxers Zach's could run
2: a lap- marathon. Most marathon runners could not step into a boxing ring.
1: No, I Mar- so, yeah, I don't think you look, understand look, the look. skill look, look. that obviously, it takes. obviously, to
0: succeed I at any level in these, like the highest level in these sports, is also, super, super hard.
1: Baseball nine is insane. To go bat and hit a pit thats the hardest thing to do in the world. Yeah, but you got, you, but there's other things besides just batting. That's the hardest thing to do in the world. Is b- baseball's batting? That's baseball. Everybody fielding, on the roster just catching. I think baseball is really hard. Everyone on the roster is batting. Yeah, but four times a game. But, but this is yeah. Like think about. But boxing. you're basing it on one skill. It, it, this is multiple boxing. skills.
0: It's, I don't know, man. Boxing. Boxing, gets knocked out. Boxing, you're throwing punches. Baseball. Like, it, it, I mean, it might be. It might yeah, be but You got to land those punches. Yeah, it might, it might be like harder to to learn baseball for the average person to like go and throw a punch. But like, I mean, when
1: you're boxing, Any you're, moron more go to the ring and throw punches. Yeah, yeah nobody not, hit a baseball.
0: But but people get knocked out.
1: I mean, it's like it's okay. hard to be a great. Boxer. I mean, yeah. Like get, boxing okay. tests a
2: lot of skills.
1: Hand eye. It's can we oh, okay, take but a punch? Any dude can go in and go throw a punch. Yeah, and anybody could could go play baseball and strike out. All right, well, we're yeah, anyone can go, go play team out. Out. We will yeah, never. Yeah, exactly. yeah, we used to play baseball.
0: Out. We will never be able to that, flip either side of this argument. But thank you. There you go. Oh my god! Boxing, hockey, football, basketball, wrestling, martial arts, tennis, gymnastics, baseball, soccer.
2: And if any of the fans have their own hardest sport. Feel free to throw it. My water sports. Is it, what
0: was the, the rest of like eleven through fifteen? There, you said water polo. So we had
2: oh tied for eleven was ski, alpine skiing and water polo, rugby thirteen, lacrosse fourteen. Oh, screw rodeo
0: that. fifteen.
2: You sport lacrosse. Rodeo?
0: You, like you mean rodeo?
2: I mean rodeo. What's that's rodeo? how it's pronounced.
0: <laughs> Rod- as yeah, as somebody rodeo? who
2: comes from the town of Livermore, with its famous rodeo. I come from a long line of successful rodeoers. It's pronounced rodeo. What you don't say wait, wait, rodeo wait. drive. Wait, I'm sorry. You say wait, rodeo wait, wait drive. Wait minute, I'm sorry.
0: Before before we before we sign off here, and we'll try and keep this like a minute. What do you mean you come from a successful line of rodeoers? What time is it? Uh, ten <laughs> it's ten. ten. Wait, what, what What? do you mean you come from a successful line of rodeoers? Look, in Livermore, rodeo's the thing. It's in the soil, it's in the family blood. I'm sorry. Is anyone in your family doing
1: rodeo? I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, no wait, one what, in my is that, family is, who is has doing a lasso rodeo. Like this in a circle.
0: Wait, we're talking no, about it's, it's, when, it's when you ride a bull. It's bull you have bull riding family members. Yes. That's kind number- of <laughs>
1: I bet you bull riding is number two. I it's think, a big thing ours. in Livermore, man. I don't oh, know what no, to no, tell no. you. He just said it's I'm, 14. Uh, that's yeah, my no, number I, two. Th- that would be really hard. Wow. I'm Ziggy, we got to get you on a mechanical
2: bull if it runs in the blood. Look, it's every like mid-June, the Livermore Rodeo. They just did the 104th this year. Dude, you learned something new. What's 16?
1: Every What's 16? What's
2: 16? What's 16? All right, I'll give you a 16, then we're calling it. 16 <laughs> is
0: pole vault. Pole vault. That crossed my mind, but not for that. Get the hell out of here with that
1: stupid nonsense
0: pole vault. All right, we'll wrap it up. We'll be back on Thursday with the last of these division previews. Oh, so sad to be coming to an end of our division previews with the AFC West, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Russ, Jimmy Garoppolo. We got an exciting, uh, exciting conclusion to the division previews. Again, please like, comment, subscribe. Um, If it's good, bad, whatever you think, we appreciate you spending some time with us, uh, and we'll see you on Thursday.